Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know, Johnny Gargano. But but that's not it. Who else no. do we have here? We have the fifth member of the way, Podme, doing her first exclusive uh, Fightful interview, I guess. Always getting the She's scoops. very excited. This is the scoop. This... I am, I am, I am uh, daddy sitting today, so this is, this is what we're working with. <laughs> are, are we ever going to see like a crossover, like maybe a mixed tag between you two, Dakota, and, and, and her dog? Her dog uh, did, did a bit of a run-in as well. Yeah, uh, well, I think we're ultimately building, I think long-term storytelling is Frankie you know, Monet's dog. Yeah, it's true. And this is the big money match for TakeOver next WrestleMania weekend. It's Frankie Monet's dog versus uh, Podme, so... Part of me was a little upset, honestly, uh, if you really want the scoop, that she was really upset that another dog was getting TV time on NXT. You see, she's she's livid right now. See, uh, I think I think it might be better suited for war games then. Oh, that'd be good. We gotta get other dogs though. So yeah. I mean <laughs> Well, I mean, you all did the, the, the triple threat war games that one year, so so maybe it, it can be a bit of a mixed tag situation, but you do have a big match on Tuesday. Bronson Reed, North American title. A lot of things can happen in a cage match. The first thing that springs to mind is Johnny's going to get hit with a splash off the top of the cage. That's first so thing everyone. That's the, the first thing I saw as soon as the cage match was announced was Rikishi and Val Venus. Yes, obviously. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen because that would suck. Uh, he's a big, big boy, and I cannot imagine. I felt that splash. I felt that splash with my wife on his back off the top of a ladder. Yes. So. I think I don't, I'm not good at science and, and things like that, but I think the added height of the cage and his added weight is equals not good for me. So that's, that's my equation for the day. 
And you've had a few cage matches over the over the past few years. I know you had one with Aleister Black a couple years mm-hmm. back, but is this like only the second one since you've joined WWE? I believe it is. Uh, it's really only my, I think, maybe third cage match ever in my career. Really? Uh, and it, it's interesting because, like, cage matches w- weren't really, like, on the top of my list of, like, okay, I definitely want to be in a cage match one day. Yeah. Ladder match was the number one thing I always wanted to be in in WWE. And then I was in the first in one of my first ladder matches, and I realized his ladder matches hurt. And they feel horrible. They don't look as cool as they do. Everything just is bad. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is my second cage match in my WWE career. Like you said, the first one was with Alistair. And I mean, as you mentioned, it doesn't seem like there's there's a nice way to land on a ladder. There's always a corner or an edge or something like that. As far as as the ability to work within the structure, like because you haven't had that many, do you have things like racing through your mind? Like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yes, I pride myself as being a student of the game. I also pride myself as being very creative with my surroundings. Uh, I think I have a decent brain for professional wrestling, uh, and I like to get creative. So I think that's something I really look forward to is just the the challenges and the outside obstacles and different things I can put in there as opposed to just a normal singles match. Now I have way more things to play with, different heights to play with, different elements to play with, and that's something that is very exciting for me. You also announced last week that In Your House is returning again to NXT. Of course, last year, I, I can't remember, I think it was at, at, actually In Your House, the Doc Portrait, thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't work out the way that you wanted, but no. the <laughs> word on the street was that Michael Hayes didn't know that that was going to happen. Have you spoken to him about that since then? He did not know that was going to happen. So I actually took, I remember I saw him. So I took pictures in the gear I was wearing it In Your House, uh, at the PC, like a couple days after in your house. And I'm just putting my gear on. And all of a sudden I just hear like footsteps walking up and I hear a cane too. Oh, and I, I immediately, as soon as I hear the cane, I'm like, Oh, I know who this is. And I look up and there he is Michael PS Hayes himself. And he says, I saw that picture. I saw what you did. And I said, I, I had to represent you somehow, somehow, man. Like we needed doc Hendrickson in your house. I needed you there. He said, ah, oh, and he walked away. But yeah. So yeah, I, I, I told him like it was a it was out of love. Yes. Doc Hendricks forever lives in my Canon house now. I live in Canon. I live in the in your house house. So of course Doc Hendricks would be represented there. I mean, I grew up watching Todd Pettengill and Doc Hendricks on Action Zone on like Sundays. So I didn't know him as Michael P.S. Hayes at <laughs> yeah. first. I uh, me too. Was, I'm the same way. <laughs> I knew it was Doc Hendricks, but you yeah. all have Todd Pettengill coming back mm-hmm. for this. Have you ever interacted with Todd Pettengill before? I have. I actually did something. I did a watch along with him. Oh, okay. uh, so he was on one of the watch alongs and me and Matt Camp were losing our minds because, you know, it's Todd Pennengale. Uh So, yes, I have interacted with him a little bit. Uh, I'm super excited for what he does for Inner House. I think like having Todd there is the final like I'm going to do chef kiss, yeah. chef's kiss on uh, like the throwback vibe. And I'm really trying to pull out all the stops for this one. I want to get Milton Bradley Karate Fighters tournament going. I love Karate Fighters. I know. Someone's got to buy them on eBay. I don't know. Someone in the office buy them on eBay. Uh, I want to bring that back. I want to do do this big. So, again, I tried to give away a house last year. But in my research, the house they gave away is now a Taco Bell. It's in Orlando. It's a Taco Bell now. Uh, (laughs) So The original house? Yes. Apparently, the original house they gave away is now a Taco Bell. That's a big Taco Bell. 
It is. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe we'll do like a, a sponsorship with them or, you know, Nacho's Bell Grande deal. We'll see what's going on. Wow. Scoops all over the place from, from Johnny today. Taco- just Google. This is just Google. <laughs> no scoops. Man, Ari <laughs> Sterling, you, you're not going to be able to get him. Ari yeah. Sterling's probably sitting at that, that in your house. Yeah, good house. call. That, good that's, call. that's all he does is hang <laughs> yeah. out at Taco Bell. My God. So uh, while, while we're on the subject of sort of stipulation matches, I'm always curious and interested to hear about the the process of the Royal Rumble, and you were in the Royal Rumble in 2019. How far out did you hear that you were going to be a part of that, and, and what was your reaction? Because if if you grew up watching Doc Hendricks and Todd Pettengill, you probably yeah. grew up watching a whole lot of Royal Rumbles, too. Yeah, Royal Rumble was always my, like, one of the main things I wanted to do here. Royal Rumble was my favorite pay-per-view, is my favorite pay-per-view. So to just get the chance to be in it, I actually found out. So I had a feeling. Like, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I kind of got a vibe from people like, oh, I might be in this Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I did not know for sure. I didn't find out for sure until literally the night before at TakeOver. TakeOver just ended. And I think Hunter pulled us all aside, like me, Alistair, Pete Dunn, and uh, told us that we were going to be in the Royal Rumble the next night. And like I said, it was weird because I had a feeling. Candace was told that she was going to be in the Royal Rumble earlier that week. So she yeah. already knew she was going to be in it. Uh, but so I kind of got the vibe that I was going to be in it too. And then I was officially told the night before at like 1130 at night that I had to get ready for the Royal Rumble. Uh, so I had to tell, like, I told like my mom, cause she was in town for takeover. Like, Hey, maybe you should stay, uh, and go to the Royal Rumble too, because I'm in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so like, it was cool because Candace's parents and my mom got to go to the Royal Rumble the next day and see us in the Royal Rumble. And just, know, it was a cool cool thing and it's just like i said it's my favorite pay-per-view of all time so to get the chance to be in it is just amazing man got an elimination there as well so i, I mean, did uh, gender right I, I did i got rid of gender and i mean so so when when you're talking with him about that is he like like i, I know that in the past pat patterson rest his soul would set a lot of those up but i know it's changed in recent years when you're when you're going over that with him are you like i mean he's a big jack he's a big boy dude how are, how are you boy. kind of figuring that out? Uh, you're kind of just like, luckily enough, like I've been with NXT and the company long enough where I have a, a decent reputation. So it's not just like a random guy in a, yeah. in a Royal Rumble. Like they know it's like kind of a, a cool deal. So everyone was like just on the same page to kind of make the best of the situation and, and make a cool moment happen. Uh, and like, it, it's just, I, like you said, like he is a big dude, but I think I, I've, been in this company long enough where i know like everyone's kind of a big dude compared to me <laughs> it ain't a way shape, shape in a way shape or form they are uh but i mean I, I love the fact that we've kind of gotten beyond that now yeah and size really doesn't matter as much anymore like you got a guy like daniel bryan who kind of kicked that door down for us so i always look straight to ufc i mean a lot of the best athletes in the world are, are lighter they're leaner mm-hmm. they're faster and I think that that's went a long way. You had won a, a Royal Rumble in Chikara, didn't you? Uh, like 10 I did. years ago. Cesaro that was, was in it. Yes. So that was the, I'm trying to remember the exact name for it. It was like a special stipulation one where I won. I believe I won like a, it was kind of a money in the bank situation where I won a, a title match wherever I, whenever I wanted. And I, I wanted, I believe I used it as a chance for the young lions cup on frightmare. If my memory yes. serves me correctly, correctly. Do you, uh, do you remember the person you last eliminated in that? No. Chase Parker. 
Did Chase Parker? Oh, yes. wow. I, I'm going to tell him next time I see him now. Chase I'm Parker. Say, I, I talk all the time with those guys how, like, people don't know. But we, like, me and, and Chuck Taylor, like, we had quite the feud with 3.0 in, yeah. in Chikara. Like, we wrestled those guys a bunch. So those are two guys, like, Ever Rise, obviously I'm talking about. Yeah. Ever Rise are two guys who I think are, I think, the world of. I think they have so much potential. And I'm super excited now. They're, they're like, they... They are the definition of kind of, I know, like, I have a history of, you know, the DIY mentality and doing it yourself, but those two guys are currently doing it themselves. That Everrise Live, that whole bit they're doing is just, it's just going to the next level for them. And I, I, I can't wait to hopefully get in the ring with them one day again on NXT. Speaking of uh, going to the next level, the way definitely has, I mean, those, those vignettes and, and the videos and it, it's been a lot of displaying your personalities and you were like known as the preeminent baby face. So making a switch like that, how do you feel when, when that's the direction? Oh, I loved it. Now, honestly, like I could not wait for it. Uh, I, I, I had like, I felt like I was stagnant for a little bit. Like I, I think you, if you do anything for so long, you get bored after a while. And I just felt like, there was another side of me I haven't had a chance to show yet. And I was kind of keeping it inside. Um, Cause people don't remember, like I was a heel on the Indies for forever. <laughs> like that was a main thing I did. Uh, so to have this kind of underdog baby face role, that was kind of new for me. And I, I don't, I kind of love the challenge in people kind of see me as this consummate underdog baby face. Um, I kind of wanted to be like, you know what? If you think that's all I am, you haven't seen anything yet. I'm going to turn that upside down, inside out, and create something completely new. I, I remember back when this was being talked about, I wrote up email documents and like, like this is what I'm going to address as. This is the music's going to sound like. Here's what I, I here's different stories we can do, things like that. And I like had a huge long email that I sent to Hunter and the writers and everyone like that because I was just I couldn't I could not wait I could not wait to have this different incarnation of me and, you know, show the world this side of me. Uh, and honestly, I'm having the time of my life doing it. So I know that NXT has the benefit of working in front of limited fans right now. So will that adjust the way that you all approach this whenever that expands a little bit more? Cause I mean, it's it, a lot of it's been heavy backstage stuff, heavy vignettes. Of course there are still in ring promos and stuff, but is that something you're already thinking of, or is that a we'll see how it goes when it gets there thing? Because we we don't know how anybody's going to react to anything in in a large scale. We do at NXT Weekly because we see that. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, in my mind, this current era of professional wrestling, I believe the things that are going to really hold up are the backstage vignettes and the skits and things like that because they're not reliant upon a crowd reaction. So I think like people can go back and they can watch these skits or they can watch these Christmas segments and things like that. And they're like, oh, that, this still holds up. This is good stuff. Uh, so I do believe things might change a little bit, but it's funny because like in front of a very, very big crowd in some way, shape or form, I still haven't been a heel in NXT in front of a large audience. That hasn't happened yet. Uh, the way has not been in front of a large audience together yet. So I am very curious to see the reaction that we all get um, because yes, we are very entertaining, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially together. And, and that was what we kind of set out to do is just to be different. 
because I, I, I looked at the landscape of just everything, man, like the show and the world and everything like that. And I just felt like, man, I think people need a smile on their face. And they need entertainment now more than ever. So I just wanted to try to be the person to give them that. Speaking of entertainment, when you watch the Bengals beat the Browns, do you do it on the TV that Indy bought you or how does that work? I mean, I've never seen the Bengals beat the Browns, so I, I, I can't answer that question. That's it. Look, I, I will say this: the the Bengals are probably going to be better than the Steelers this year. Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> I mean, you got that. You got that going for you. Not better than the Browns. It'd be Browns, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. Oh. But you know, you, you know, you know what? That that's a consolation that I think anybody in the North will take is if they're better than the Steelers because yeah. That's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend yes, type of, of thing. Of course, yes. So yeah, I can get used to that. But I, no, I do watch. I do watch the, the Browns many victories on the TV that he bought me. Yes. Oh well, I, I've spoken with a lot of people, including a former trainer of yours, Josh Prohibition. Oh yeah. About like the 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 huge explosion of talent out of Cleveland. We saw it a lot, like in in SoCal in the early two thousands. We're starting to see it a lot in the Northeast right now too. But Cleveland has like a disproportionate amount of talent in wrestling that emerges from it. Josh had an interesting approach. He said, like, maybe it's it's like you grow up tough because you're you're in a cold city. Mm-hmm. You, I, re, uh, the, the sports teams don't win a lot. You're used to that, that mentality of, of toughness. What do you attribute that to? Is it iron sharpens iron? Because there is a great amount of talent that emerges from there, yourself included. I think Josh summed it up really well. I think it comes down to... Cleveland always has that underdog mentality that's just bred into us. Yeah. And like we're we're perpetually told that we're not good enough. We're perpetually told that we're never gonna make it. Um, and you kind of have to find something inside of you to scratch and claw and and dig and fight for what you want. And I think especially in this business in professional wrestling, like that you always have to do that. Especially if you're not six foot five, if you're not yeah. 325 pounds. Uh, you always have to fight scratch and claw for what you want. So I think people from Cleveland, Ohio already have half the battle won because they're just used to being told they're not good enough. And they're used to saying like, okay, I'm going to show you how good I am. And they're used to working hard. Uh, so yes, I, I do believe that's what made me who I am is living in Cleveland, Ohio and, and just learning how to take no for an answer. So WWE is always full of change. And as we wrap up, I've, all, I've always been interested. Whenever we see the draft, whenever we see the shakeup, is that something like you're hitting up people in WWE? Like, am I on the move? What's going on? Like, do, we, we've heard Tommaso say he just wants to stay in NXT. That's where he mm-hmm. likes it. I've yeah. also spoken to wrestlers that are like, love NXT. It's great. I'd be better on Raw or SmackDown. Is that something that goes through your head whenever those, those are announced? And, and have you had any conversations regarding that? No, I mean, I always kind of focus on what I'm doing at the time. And in my mind, my goal was to always make NXT the best I possibly could. I take great pride in NXT. I'm sure Tommaso does as well. I'm sure Adam Cole does as well. Those are the three you always kind of talk about when you think of NXT now is me, Tommaso, and Adam, probably because we've been here the longest. Um, But all three of us take great pride in our work in NXT. And not just for ourselves, but we also take great pride in elevating others and doing what we can to make others better. Um, That is, I guess, the main focus for me is what can I do to prepare the next crop of NXT guys, the next talent we have to bring up there. Cause I, I do watch a lot of independent wrestling still. I still follow everything and we just signed a great class. Um, and there's tons of guys in that locker room that are incredibly talented that I can't wait to work with. So I think 
for me, my position is kind of, yes, I can be the flag bearer of NXT. I can be the face of NXT, but I can also help get guys ready and get guys prepared to kind of take over for me for if I leave, whenever that happens, if that does happen, I, I, I just, I want NXT to be in the best place possible. It seems like that was the approach that you, you wanted to take with the North American title too. Cause as mm-hmm. a former, as a former NXT champion, you, you bring that, that to that title. And now I think almost objectively, you'd be the greatest North American champion that they've ever had. I, I just, I wanted the chance to kind of take that title and also try to make other guys. Like I am cre- incredibly proud of the fact that, I got to have a long takeover match with Kushida, uh, a guy that I thought like deserved that more than anyone. I wanted to show the world what Kushida was capable of, and I'm so happy that I got the chance to show everyone what he's capable of because now you see him now with the Cruiserweight title. He's taking that thing to new heights, new levels, and like I, I just want to give guys that chance and that opportunity to show what they have because I know there's tons of talent out there, and they just need an opportunity. I could watch him go in and out of double wrist lock transitions <laughs> all day, every day. Final question. I know you've been particular about wrestling website headlines in the past. No boy. What do you want the headline? Am, am, am I going to of- be pregnant? Am I going <laughs> to be pregnant on this one? <laughs> yes. When I, when I was soliciting <laughs> questions, the guy who wrote that said, the question is, does he forgive me? I do. I do. And that, honestly, like, especially with social media, I'm sure you just caught me in a, in a, a fit of just uh, different things hit me all. Well, you know how things go. Well, uh, but I mean, again, to, also to clarify that now on camera, uh, like I, if people aren't aware of how pregnancy works, you have to leave for like a long time. <laughs> Let me tell and you, I'd, over and the I, last okay. year I have discovered that many wrestling fans do not know how pregnancy works. They know how works. it works. I know, right? You got to <laughs> leave. You can't just, you can't just pop a baby out and you know, like they're done. It takes like probably a long time, like at least a year to have the baby, recover from having the baby, even more than that. So I just basically said, I'm sure everyone figures this out by now, that I would rather Candace continue her career and I could go off and, you know, have the baby. We all know, guys, science, I know that yeah. can't happen. But, you know, uh, yeah. And that will only be accelerated if Bronson Reed hits a splash off the top of a cage on Johnny. Then, then science won't even help him. NXT, no, Tuesday night, USA Network. Johnny, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Sean. I feel like we could talk all day. I do, too. We're going to have to again sometime. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sign up. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.